For 45 minutes Call that CrossFit, nigga But you know what we really call CrossFit? They crucified me, but I just won't die You know what I'm saying? It's CrossFit, motherfucker I'm surprised you didn't call me and tell me that last night it Sounds pretty exciting Whew, Yeah, sorry, I think I've been on that ghost weed again Yeah, I mean, I, I just walked this in This is apparently the Cones and Doe show yeah. I don't know what the fuck just I mean, happened I don't know, I, I just walked Hey man, how's it going? I literally just pulled up outside so- Pulled up outside and walked in, and uh, that was going down. But uh, that's what you get in the Cones and Doe show. Yeah. I'm, I may be schizophrenic. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think we all are, really, these days. And you, your listeners, if you're listening to this, you're probably a bit schizophrenic. I mean, what is mental illness anyway, apart from... Yeah, and from... sorry about my friend at the start of the episode. He likes to drop the M-bomb a bit. And, you know, have no control over him. Come on, own up to it. That was you. <laughs> Man, it's not it's not 1890, you know, because you can tell people you're black. I mean, it's not like this big scandal or anything. Mm, but you know where I live, it's so white. Yeah, I know, and you get all that shit like Carlton from Fresh Prince about sounding white and like having white interests and all the rest of it. So mm. I'm more of the Will Smith character of this uh, duo. I just uh, perfected the voice. Yeah, the white voice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> shameful display of white face here but this is the cones and dough show i guess we might as well introduce ourselves because we don't really do it much um i'm cones that who you just heard at the beginning and i'm doe yo yo no homo (laughs) he says that but you know (laughs) um (laughs) yeah and this is our show where we come in to basically sort of uh get to the real nub of uh i suppose existence existential ennui that we all feel and uh I feel like at the risk of sounding a little bit sort of uh, arrogant, I feel like a lot of that sort of essence of human existence and the way we live our lives isn't addressed through our mainstream media, which is just talking about, like, whatever, why Pokemon's racist or, like, you know, whatever, <laughs> Kim Kardashian and stuff. So uh, so here, you know, we talk about that. We try to be universalist, but we do come from a particular perspective. Myself from the ghetto, him from growing up black in a white family in the suburbs, Boy, as you heard. I've been a bit maniacal recently as well. And I think I think it was because uh, after I was sick for that whole period of time, you were very sick. I hadn't really been exercising for a decent while as mm-hmm. well. And since the last cast, uh, I've probably exercised like about seven times in about fourteen or fifteen days, and I put on about like six six kilos. Right? How many of those were dick lifts, though? Uh, I more do dick crunches. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, and the the one side effect that I already knew because I have exercised before, but you mm-hmm. sort of just get lazy and shit. Um, it just makes you feel so much fucking better, and yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll be less of a cunt on the show now because of uh, all the natural endorphins just pumping around from just you know watching so, Pumping Iron every couple of days and just being like, I have to do this shit. So it puts you in a better mood, do you think, in general, sort of? And yeah, the exercise, and it's almost like because you're making you self do something that initially you don't really enjoy and then you sort of end up enjoying it down the line but there's probably just the satisfaction of you know making Mm. yourself do it and then following through with it and shit like that Mm. but i don't know i generally have been feeling heaps better since i started working out again and 
and then I look like I'm ready to fuck. Uh, that, I mean, that's commendable, that far-sightedness. You're doing it even though it's sort of a bit unpleasant because you get returns. And I just don't have the disposition for that. It's like every year it comes around. And it's like, I know that if I, you know, I get my girlfriend a birthday present, then she gets me one. But it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's the, where's the instant little reward? That's what, that's what I want to know. But then again, I... Well, maybe if you do get these, um, my constitution is pretty great. big forearms and you know decent, decent little biceps and stuff. You could uh, do a bit more pickup around the house, kind of fucking, you know. Yeah, I'm not too good at that. In movies, you know that movie fucking <laughs> yeah, where yeah. it's like up against the wall, and how do they, how do they do that? You need that upper body strength, kind of. I feel I feel like you also need to have it a bit through the genitals because you're sort of. You're holding it up with your upper body, but sort of, it's like... Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah you'd want to be doing kegels and shit. But dick while, squats, I think. Yeah, yeah, while you're doing something with your dick. It's almost like mm. those guys um, in Asia that pull trucks with their dicks and stuff. It seems like they're onto something. Yeah, fuck. Or yeah. even those strongman competitions where they tie shit to their dick. Do they some really hang, have they? hang rocks off it? I forget if it's Shaolin monks or samurai or some shit like that. But are you sure that's not because I know there's a treatment for reversing circumcisions, which is that you <laughs> stretching no, it no, out. No, seriously, this is fucking crazy. That it's weights. Yeah, because skin grows. Right? Yeah, it's oh. weights that you walk around with. How and at first I was like, haha, it's a joke. But I guess it is sort of the only way to do it. You're walking around with weights dragging down on the end of it. I mean, you know, I know some chicks are into piercings, but that's a bit ridiculous. You know. <laughs> I haven't been doing too many cock weights. I'm mainly doing just towel lifts and stuff, yeah. you know, the old towel rack. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I try and do a bit of exercise, but uh, I just, uh, I guess I just, I just don't have the stomach for it. All the time, really. I've pre- got a bit of free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I'm, I'm often quite busy smoking cigarettes and looking at my phone. So, um, well, I suppose when it comes down to it, this is what humans are meant to do. That that is our natural sort of thing is that we should be doing exercise and stuff and the other option open to you in modern life is that you know well you can do that and get the dopamine and the endorphins and feel generally good or you can sort of manage your sort of you know shittiness using a various cocktail of like stimulants and depressants and uh uh, yeah like half the western world yeah exactly i mean yeah half the western world and uh myself in particular but uh Maybe I should do some exercise. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, 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 do this shit and get on the high horse about it. But I just, I did feel that. I was like, fuck, I haven't, because I had like issues like a, a few years ago where I was like, probably all? really had a real issue with depression. Uh-huh. But after not, you know, after sort of conquering whatever that was. And then just looking at it from more of a just normal perspective, it still does make you feel just a whole lot better better than normal when you're exercising and sort of, I don't, I don't know, just stimulating your body, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that because when you're in depressive thinking, it's like, you know, you always make up a reason why you can't do this or do yeah. something else and shit. So it's just sort of to, to break the cycle and stuff, you know? It, it went hand in hand with getting over being depressed and shit. That shit's like a whole, a whole fucked up thing. It's like sort of... Are we ever truly over getting depressed though? A few... Yeah, like in, in that sense I was. I was just thinking about shit in the wrong way. It's like yeah. a few guys, I don't know how, how hard I would say it, but I'd almost say Patrice O'Neill saved my life kind of, right? Yeah, okay. In, in a sense, not that I was going to like top myself or something, but just some of the decisions I would have ended up making if I kept living the way I was and thinking the way I was, mm-hmm. 
just wouldn't have been good, you know, just yeah. would have kept being bad and shit. And listening to the Black Phillips show and just getting a different perspective on, you know, what it sort of is to be a man <clears throat> in mm-hmm. the fucking world and having it be really jokey and an open sort of format, that was sort of that was probably the the crux of that shit where I was like, Oh my god, I've been thinking about shit the wrong way but there was heaps and sure. heaps of shit that went went together to trying to open your own eyes to it and that's the thing, it's like you can't just be like, Oh, identify someone's depressed and then if they don't think they are you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You couldn't have told me at one point that I was depressed or told me that I'm fucking better than you. Yeah. You know, like all this shit. (laughs) But then deep down, you know, there was something fucked up and then... Well, this is... I mean, you know... I think a lot of it was the way that I was thinking about how I was supposed to approach relationships and shit and I was kind of acting like the female in that situation. Well, yeah, this is the crux of... For lack of of a better way of saying it. This is the crux of the difficulty with that masculinity is that it's torn between this sort of arrogance and this, like, brittleness and stuff. And I think part of the problem is that, like, in the Western world, you know, and I know I've had similar disposition if you're a bit introverted or, or whatever, and, you know, you're just, you know, not into that much stuff and, you know, you can get isolated and alienated. And it's really unfortunate that, like, people get shamed and stuff for that. And I think we could take a good example... When you look at, say, the Islamic community and world, those young alienated young men can go join an organization like ISIS and channel that into doing something sort of, you know, a cause, duty and honor. And then the girls, it puts that problem till later because when they die, they get 72 virgins in heaven. (laughs) So rather than like chasing around and like, you know, getting mad at a bouncer for not letting you in because you've got sneakers and shit, you know, you can fight a holy war, kill the infidels and then get so much fucking pussy. And you don't even know how to talk to girls. That's why. That's why that shit is so fucking fucked virgins. up. Because yeah. it is all. It is all a way that we control ourselves with our perception and shit. It's like there is weird little manipulative mind control things going on, but you have to be sort of passive to everything to really get affected in those major ways. And you're right. Like in a like, I know it was sort of trolly or whatever. But you are right. It's like when you have an ideology like that that you're raised in and you're hundred percent behind. Mm. It really does give you something to sort of drive for, and it's mm. like you're a hundred percent in the right in your own mind and shit. And mm. I don't know. Like there is maybe there is something to envy about that mind state, but from our perspective of trying to progress from older civilization to these newer forms of it and potentially to the stars and other other planets and shit that stuff is kind of like you know that's like the wagons and horses and shit you know well it doesn't help that i had like liberal boomer parents who are all like you know oh you can you can do what you want like encouraging free thinking and critical thought it's like thanks a lot good good load of good that did me mom and dad like but it has it has now that's that's the point that i think is kind of cool is that as much as we've been lost for 20 years when ah, well i don't yeah well i, I, I don't like thinking i've i've been yeah but i know you say that spiritually I, or something i don't right? I, don't, I don't know thinking in those terms seems a bit can't we all just view it as a continuum a journey if you will rather than like it's not that i was lost uh, yeah i guess it's the wrong way to put it but it's like i wasn't concerned with spirituality at all mm. it didn't face me i was a lot more probably he- not atheist but you know mm. what i mean it was just like who gives a fuck about that nonsense that they're trying to teach you? And I don't want to look into it any harder. But yeah. the the object, like that perspective of objectivity that we're granted in these fucking new levels of society sure. in the Western world, I think is crippling. It's yeah, it is crippling <laughs> at first, but I think it's a good thing yeah. once you can sort of break through that and get through it. But it's like it 
it has produced these uh, nations of hmm. man children and shit and like you know old children on both sides hmm. like of the gender or yeah. all sides of the gender or whatever yeah but, well, um, yeah that's part <laughs> of the problem um yeah, well, I mean, I agree with you. Like, it's it's funny to be like, ha ha, like you know, or I'm ISIS. I'm jealous of them, but you know, I, let's be honest. Our liberal kind of open society is like a, a thing of genius, and like, yeah, it's it's disingenuous to be like, oh well, I wouldn't have wanted that. I wouldn't have wanted the ability to like, you know, pursue free speech or like a thought or you know avenues like that. But but it everyone seems, is still chasing that pure mind state. Yeah, but it seems like in that and kind they of get it in the cheapest way. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that in that openness, in that openness and freedom, quote unquote, the other result of that is, you know, that's all good as as autonomous individuals we're allowed to kind of, you know, fulfill ourselves, but it leads to the loosening of social bonds and uh you know traditional structures that's, that's what i meant in the term yeah. lost when i was saying that shit is like so where do we go from here so it's of. like as a people it's like it leaves this gaping hole from adolescence until true mm. like you know mental not adulthood but you know what i mean when you've sort of mm. broken above and you find your yourself eventually people used to sort of find themselves so much earlier because you die so quick you know like, yeah and you um, had to, sorry. It's like, oh, we're like privileged and we live long and it's like we don't want to grow up and shit. It's just like this massive sort of like... Yeah. I've heard real like reactionary cynics being like, oh, it's like a spiritual death at the heart of liberalism. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far and stuff. Um, but I think the ends is like, it's so much better. Yeah. If but, you can transcend all that crap. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, you know, it's all very well and good being open, but I don't get how people, the people in charge foresee that this is going to stay around and be stable like china you can bet your bottom dollar that you know well the islamic world has its own reaction to the west but you bet that china's looking at what's happening in the west and taking the good bits and fucking leaving out the bad bits like uh making the black guy in the new star wars movie really small on that poster and shit and doing fake um moon landing footage and shit yeah fuck <laughs> yeah they can, they can do whatever whatever they want but uh i'm just kidding only china's is fake i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that, uh, you know, even... I think it was just at satellite orbiting the moon as well. I'm not yeah. sure that they, like, was landers and shit. But oh, who knows what the fuck They've claimed that. a whole bunch of shit. Who knows, who knows what the fuck I think China is. runs space now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they bought, they bought that shit. But, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I think it's because we also hearken back to the glory days of the West, especially from our parents, like the sort of 50s and 60s. You know, Jet fuel up into the motherfucking sky. My mum can't understand why I'm so kind of cynical sometimes. And I have to be, like, real with her sometimes. Be like, oh, look, you know, thank you. you. You did a good job and everything like that. But, like, this whole sort of system's a little bit janky and fucked. Because <laughs> you guys wanted to go to Woodstock and, like, traveling in Morocco. And open your minds and everything. Yeah, it's good. Mm, and now I can't afford a house. I appreciate it. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, I do appreciate it, but, fuck, there was some shaky ground. Yeah. Like, getting through that figure it out for yourself kind of stage until you found religion yeah but like a personal religion not like a not like handed to you sort of thing it's it's just like all those cheesy fucking movies and like like i was saying with depression <coughs> you can't sort of do it unless I you're going to solve so. it for yourself it really... a lot of people aren't going to do it until they're dying and they start seeing the fractals fucking collapsing back in on itself and go how come this feels okay and i feel like <laughs> love and shit like did you see this um I've got an article here. Sure. You're right, though. It really is the difference between religion and spirituality. You're right. You can't compare. I know what you mean. So this, uh, 
It's it's so cocky because it's these sort of doctors and they already have such a condescending fucking arrogant attitude half uh-huh. the time. Yeah. But um it was like life after death has been confirmed by experts who say consciousness continues. Mm-hmm. Who are these experts? Is it one of these Muslim terrorists who got to heaven and realized he didn't have a condom and had to come back? <laughs> oh, that's not the exact one that I was saying, but that actually matches it as well. Mm-hmm. The one that I wanted to show you is Dr. Rajiv Pati explains his glimpses of the afterlife during astonishing near-death experience, right? Yeah, but Rajiv Pati, he's an Indian. They get a fucking spiritual experience from eating breakfast. Yeah, yeah and what he described was basically this DMT sort of trip mm-hmm. where he didn't quite make it to the next place and got sure. dragged back to the light. That's all that Reckons shit about he saw this it, kind yeah. of hell shit and stuff, right? Where when you're doing some of those psychedelics, you are yeah. looking inside yourself and when anything becomes negative, you get visual... Mm representations of those negative thoughts and positive thoughts Mm -hmm. so he was going through those stages of regressing back into that kind of fucking mass consciousness stuff and still still the jury's out no one knows if it just fucking blinks off at the end and it is a product of your brain but i cling to that fucking mass consciousness why do you say mass consciousness consciousness because it feels like everything's alive it feels like the universe itself is alive all right so when you're on mushrooms and you're like looking at the walls breathe and shit like that you know like but DMT is that extreme version where it's like close your eyes and go into space. Yeah, right. Then get to the crux of the issue get kind of thing. Weird yeah. fucking, what's that, uh, strobe lighting yeah. kind of thing. But it's really gentle. But it's like, it's almost like that. It feels like it's the pulse of the universe or existence. Um, that zero point energy shit that mm-hmm. Tesla's like, we could tap into it. That's what it feels like you're seeing in that like DMT trick, but I reckon when it starts strobing like that, it's almost like you're seeing the hum of the universe and yeah. shit. It could just be the hum of your brain, but yeah. I, I like I like the former rather than the latter. And when you're sort of pondering that shit in those states, if you do have these profound moments, whether or not you're tripping or whether or not you're having a seriously, like I'm talking to God, aliens mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck's going on... <clears throat> If you experience it from that way, it's the same as having the real thing. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense that all these, a lot of these religions or folk stories are. I mean, the brain's a crazy thing, isn't it? The shit that it can make up to sort of. I mean, the that, Egyptians uh, were tripping on like the pineal gland, like that must be fucked up, and the Vatican's got the pine cone out the front of it and shit. I mean, fundamentally, I guess the issue is right compared to other animals our brain has to do some pretty crazy shit with our body to deal with the fact that we have consciousness, you know, that evolved through a certain thing. And then, you know, we became aware that we could die. And then, so, you know, your brain has to come up with ways of dealing with that. It's like we would, it's like, I believe like, and I think I go through it in this really fucking strange way in this in quotes fucking book I was trying to write I've started trying to put it onto the um, onto the piece I've read a little bit it's pretty good you should better get started um, on that. I reckon shit like those toads and stuff that actually have the psychedelic substances on them and probably even animals down the chain to more simple simple animals are living in the trip you know like mm. you are actually way more in a state of like oh just constantly tripping when you're in like that and then because we had to start rationalizing and all that about the self and everything, it didn't it didn't help us to trip about everything anymore because we wanted to figure it out. We didn't want it to just be fucking, you know, the arms of the tree are these weird fucking ah, scary things. And 
shit falls off sometimes and you just eat the shit off the tree like we wanted to figure it out i don't know i don't think we've yeah it's like we ruined our own trip well it's, yeah <laughs> it's weird because we invented this thing that's so- why the aborigines are so pissed yeah <laughs> it really is well i mean it's a continuum like you blew their buzz man yeah exactly it's like ritualized like you know how the Nahavo or whoever have like peyote and stuff and mm. that's a ritualized spiritual thing it's like a bunch of real estate agents having coke in a bathroom in king's cross you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a social ritualized thing to to cope with sort of the environment but their environment is a little bit more <laughs> the thing that i natural. love about those things like with shamanism as well is uh i might have heard it through Enbom even sure and he was saying that oh this this cactus is so hardcore blah blah mm-hmm. blah like most people wouldn't bother <coughs> eating it like because it's so strong but like back in the day the shaman of the village would eat that one so that he could find out like all the yeah. secrets or whatever you know but it's almost like he eats this fucking psychedelic and then thinks about your problems almost you know sure and then they think about it from that empathetic perspective of just being like everything's love and like how do i figure this shit out and like tripping balls and it's like they take the brunt of the extreme sort of tripping shit to try and be the benefit of the tribe yeah that's true well moses did that for all of us and shit as well too yeah, right? he, yeah. he was standing in front of a burning acacia bush yeah. apparently <laughs> the prophet muhammad peace be upon him like cut off heads so we wouldn't have to and married nine-year-olds so we could have the older women and shit you know so it's yeah, it's a scatterbrain fucking kaleidoscope fractal universe. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird. We sometimes, because over the course of this history, we've created this thing sort of apart from us that is like science and history and reason and empirical thought. And we can refer to that a lot. And it's amazing sometimes. But ultimately, at our heart, we're still the same sort of fuckers who are like making up those stories about the scary tree arms and shit, you know? Yeah. Still get scared of like, you know frightened of the dark or whatnot and uh you know make up weird rationalizations about things whether it be a relationship or like current events because our brains like instead of having like an atari 2600 and then like fucking it off and getting a apple IIe and then fucking it off and getting a pc and then Mm. fucking it off and getting an xbox our brain is like oh it kept the fucking atari 2600 and then just built a apple pc around it installed a windows (laughs) 10 update on it put that around it again and then fucking oh now it's just cranking but it's still got this fucking atari thing in the middle that just makes (coughs) you trip out and fucking yeah right think that you have to like bite people's faces off when you take the wrong drugs and shit well you do i mean (laughs) yeah i suppose that's what it is but uh well yeah it's it's sort of all these analogies are tricky. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, the human's like a machine. or I know what you the mean. The simple reptile brain still exists within the human because of evolution. It's like it's developed and developed on top of itself. And we still have this fucking, this reptile urge for fucking just fuck, run, kill, you know, just fuck, all run, kill, instinct shit. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just want to kill 24-7. <laughs> um, well, on that note, I mean, I, I, I said this to my girlfriend the other night, it was a bit fucked up, is that uh, we're talking about like, you know, because like we're complaining about our jobs, like, oh, what what jobs do people have? Like, who can you think of who would be like sincerely happy and everything, like genuinely happy? And um, and uh, we, I came to like, you know, those guys at ski resorts that go up and throw the avalanche dynamites off each morning. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> that would be a pretty good job to do. But, um, oh, fuck, I totally forgot my point. You jump in sorry i, I don't know man you can't really get the happiness without the real 
relative sadness, you know. So maybe you can do something that's just joyful every day, but you're not going to escape the ups and downs unless you're on fucking zannies, man. But even then, I mean... Like, you could live a pretty peaceful and awesome existence and shit, yeah. But it's still, that comes down to the spiritual death of the West again. We're just using that to fill the but void. peaceful inside and us. spiritual existence may not have as many ups and downs in it, you know. You might not get that fucking Mike Tyson rutch punching someone's head through the roof and getting three million dollars <laughs> that I got three million dollars oh that's what i was talking about we we're talking about jobs that would be fun i'm like i oh, don't think i'm fucked up but i sort of like i don't want to harm anyone let alone kill them but the kind of cat and mouse game of being a serial killer would be kind of pretty cool <laughs> in terms of like an engaging sort of thing you like, gonna love virtual reality mm. yeah <laughs> yeah just gonna stay in there and fucking satiate my urge for it's not even an urge for blood it's like i don't know it'd be fun outsmarting the cops and shit i think it was maybe because i just watched zodiac or whatever but (laughs) (laughs) i think they romanticize that shit a bit Uh, yeah you should just take more of that kind of um 5htp type shit and nootropics before you go to sleep and just dream this shit son I don't know. Eventually, these these fucking drugs are going to stop working, and we're going to have to accept fucking Islam. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> that's more to myself than you. You're doing some fucking exercise. I've already accepted it, you know. Yeah, I, for yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think I okay. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe that under Islam, everyone is default a Muslim, and I believe in even sort of animals and like rocks and landscape features are as well. So when you convert to Islam, it's viewed as you're just coming home. To them, to the Muslim community. So if you convert, it's very easy to convert. It's like you only have to say like five phrases, wash mm. your face a bit and stuff like this in a mosque. And that's just you returning to the fold of Allah who is all and everything. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I still don't mind that in a place where you potentially have so many, so many fucking problems politically, economically, mm. you know, just like death everywhere. Sure. Death from above, America style and yeah. shit. And then, um, what are, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Really? I mean, all this stuff sounds very nice being like, oh, they're, they're like, traditional you know, I don't, I don't want, like, you know, I wouldn't want to subscribe to it and then not that have the option a, of yeah. finding out about other religions and being yeah. able to compare it and blah, blah, blah. But if you're in a terrible situation and then, the, you know, like you've got that to cling to and shit, yeah. like, you're not going to. You're not going to go any further because you're not really given the option of finding out for yourself because it's like it's frowned on or even like you get fucking lashed for it and shit, right? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Like just trying to vaguely go against the religion. So in in a lot of these countries. So I like that we're accepting of it in the West, but we shouldn't be accepting of it to the point that then we're oppressed in our own countries. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird fucked up Mm. time and shit could happen but the way that it's played so far has been generally pretty good over here there's hmm. some european countries that are copying a decent amount of shit and that's probably just a canary in the fucking in the coal, coal mine, mine you know just as you know there's yeah. a bit more shit to think about when you take on millions of immigrants you can't just do it and just oh it's all gonna be sweet yeah i mean it's it's weird because it's like i'm not being totally facetious when i say like oh you know this you know, looking sort of admiringly sometimes at the way that they do have their traditions and their fucking structure and their conservatism, because it offers a sort of, you know, maybe a a theoretical stability that we might not have here in our crazy West. But at the same time, all their countries are fucking shit and they want to come here. 
and they're going to fucking ruin our shit. Yeah, but the people that come here aren't... Yeah, it's a big... um. There's big pie chart and shit. I don't know. Like, I, I agree to a certain extent. It's like, fuck, if you... <laughs> If there's going to be shit, shit tons of problems, you sort of, it'd be cool to just be like, hey, hang on a second and get a better clearance, you know, system and structure for bringing people. But I don't know. It's working pretty fucking good. And if it starts going south, I'm sure, I'm sure the um, government will fucking militarize. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think they will. Sorry to return to this. I know it's a bit of a downer, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess you know safety in numbers and we don't we don't have those big numbers here yet the problem is that they these the parents won't let you date their daughters <laughs> they've all got brothers and stuff you know if they, if they did that then it would be a bit more intermingling and stuff but if she goes if she goes if, if and fa- they don't they don't marry your daughters either they're just fucking yeah yeah exactly so there's yeah that's general, a balance generally yeah you know like or you have to convert as well it's just such yeah. a weird thing it's like a hardline religion yeah even when you're not that hardcore about it you still got to convert to get married you know exactly like even moderate normal muslim families here like if if their daughter goes and dates like some guy called lachlan or whatever you got to fucking kill her and bury her out in the fucking bush you know yeah. <laughs> i'm not baptizing anyone unless it's your pretty little face. I think we're all going to go through a baptism of fire. <laughs> but that's enough about that. I I'll be tripping. Like, you'll be tripping, huh? Yeah. Fuck. I'll be got, tripping so hard. You got me tripping a bit here. Yeah? Fuck. I must admit, um, I saw this article recently. Bam at Majera got like mm-hmm. taken away somewhere for being just like drunk in public and mm-hmm. no good. But I, <laughs> watching that. What was it? The UFC? the doctor show where he was on the fucking thing. What do you call it? Rehab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, by the end of the show, like, oh, my God, you saved my life and I'm all rehabilitated and shit. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't really believe this show. Like, you mm-hmm. know, and then, like, within a few months, he's just, like, back out in public drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was good TV, though. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing the Americans are good at, it's stringing together a fucking narrative of redemption and shit, you know? It's like he just did the um, rehab to get more money for drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is what we were discussing this, me and my girlfriend talking about, oh, who's genuinely happy and shit. And I was like, Hillary Clinton and Trump? Like, no, obviously they're not happy. Like, what about Putin? And I'm like, oh, I don't think happiness even comes into that. For him, it's just like this constant sort of 24-7 power game and shit like that. And my girlfriend threw up. She's like, as someone, she's like, I reckon John Bon Jovi is happy. I don't reckon. John Bon Jovi and Andy Samberg, she reckoned as well, too. Well, Bon Jovi and his wife had a... I'm not sure if they still have it, but they had a restaurant where they would only make people pay what they thought they should pay kind of thing. So they were feeding lots of homeless people and shit at their restaurant and stuff like that. So, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like maybe he can he could be happy. Yeah, but he's probably visiting... Trying so- to give back and shit. Visiting so many rent boys and shit as well, so they probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who knows? That's life, I suppose. Hosing you down with the glaze of glory. <laughs> Tommy needs to suck on my cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, so that's a problem he's got to deal with, like like Van Margera, fucking Bon Jovi's rent boy problem, but uh. You know, I mean, I suppose Hugh Hefner we brought up. I don't think so. I think he's sort of a... Straight out of fucking rehab and... Hey, no back. 
let's get some hair on it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I suppose the question we've real come to is, which was posed, I think, by Aristotle is, how is, or Plato, whatever, one of those fucks, uh, is how do we live? How does one live? Hmm. I'm more familiar with um, the works of Black Rob, and he was more like, can I live? And I'm like, yeah. I get to, I gets down with that. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. Can I live? Can I live? Well, that's just another way of asking. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Just trying to feed my kids. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that um, you saw a number plate a couple of podcasts ago. The banner, the banner one. Yeah, 55 banner. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah. it sounds vaguely sus. Mm-hmm. The reason I guess I subconsciously thought it was vaguely sus is because... It reads as SS Banner. Yeah. <laughs> Under the banner of the SS, yeah. So you could have been behind some fucking Nazi scum. Yeah, exactly. 88HH. Well, I happened to see fucking on maybe Tuesday or Wednesday morning, I went out pretty dirty, got up at like 6.40, went out for my first cigarette in the front of my house, which goes onto quite a busy street. And, you know, I suppose some of my standards have dropped since... Uh, <laughs> moving to this area where the standards aren't quite so high. So just in a, a tracksuit pants, no top, having a ciggy. First thing I see is a black super tinted Mercedes come right through the roundabout outside with a South Sydney Rabbitohs number plate that says R-Crow. <laughs> oh, the big rusty dog. The big rust dog. So uh, I reckon he was just viewing a little training sesh over at Redfern Oval and then probably heading over to, to Bondi to grab a bit of, bit of brunch, a bit of lunch. <laughs> Maybe meet up with the Bra Boys as well too. Go for a sir. Is Russell Russell Crowe couldn't be happy, could he? Uh, Sorry, it's just driving me crazy. Since we bought that up, we cycled through so many people, and you'd think it would be easy to find, but it's so hard to find. No, he's probably still regretting the whole saga with Meg. Oh, that was a long time ago. That was. He's oh, been married and had kids. That hangs on your heart, mate. <laughs> That'll hang on your heart like a hook in your fucking soul. I was just a little Aussie boy from New Zealand and I hooked America's sweetheart. I lost her. Lost her to the drink. Poor Rusty. But I suppose, even if he's not happy, you've got a bit of legacy that you can look at, you know? I don't know. Some of them probably fucking happy. Pump out some kids and shit. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably medicated as well, though. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Zanny moms. That's what my girlfriend calls them. It's a, you see them on those lifestyle shows and stuff. And I suppose that's one way to be. I mean, Lord knows, as fucking Bone Thugs and Harmony say, weed keeps me at ease, you know? <clears throat> Otherwise, I'd be thugging and thieving all day, so... Yeah, but <clears throat> shit can still get rad when you're on on weed and still can get sad, you know? But when you're on Zannies, it's just like, yeah, everything's... Really? Is that how it works? I, I don't know much about Zannies, because it's not I like... Know, I guess I didn't have really anything to be sad about, but everything was pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> Well, on that note, I'll, you'll love this. I read fucking the other day. I didn't look at it in depth. I think they're actually antipsychotics. It's a bit different. To no, Zanny's are anti-anxiety, I think. Yeah. Which work in a different way to Valium and antipsychotics. That maybe some beta blocker thing or whatever. But um, uh, yeah, the thing I read was that they tested uh, on mice, as you do, or rats, um, an experiment with THC, giving them THC, <laughs> right? And they found that when they gave them, you know, they set them little tasks to do. And the ones that they gave THC to, they were less inclined to do the tasks, even though when they did do it, they could do it just as well as if they hadn't had it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, fuck. That makes sense. 
Yeah, I don't know. I want to see a um another experiment where there is a food reward at the end of the task they have to do. But there probably isn't a way, right? If there is, that's a bit sus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like, yeah. Those... But if there's not, it's like, yeah, put some food there and they'll be straight <laughs> in there. Straight in. Well, I always think that fucking, that's the worst, the fucking, the rat one is that when they gave it a little, they hooked up a little like dopamine injector to its brain and gave it a lever that you press the button and you get a little hit and the rats just, as soon as they found it, just kept pushing it until they died. <laughs> didn't have any food, didn't have any sex. Just found the lever, kept pushing it until they died. <sighs> Those fucking mice need religion. <laughs> uh, they sure do. Sorry if I'm being depressing this show, but like I said at the outset, we want to talk... Or just that Apple II computer to just get sort of stacked on around the outside of the fucking Atari. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, this is, this is what, what we have to deal with and stuff that, uh, you know, I'm sorry for our listeners, if these sound like negative comments, but I think we're, we're discussing them in a, a, a wry sort of way. So, uh, oh, you know how you were sussing me about the, um, the sort of no homo thing at the start of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I could bone about 99% of the female population, you know, mm. it helps when you don't lie to yourself and, uh, it makes sense because... I'd only bone about 1% of the male population. Mm-hmm. And you, my friend, are a one percenter. <laughs> <laughs> Occupy your mouth. <laughs> well, I'm flattered. Oh, yeah. I was just kidding about you, but <laughs> Justin Bieber. Fuck. Well, I'm nearly as flattered as when I got carded at the fucking boozer last night buying some beer. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I'm flattered. And then she had a look and was like, oh. But that's nice. Fuck, I only ever get hit on by gay guys. <laughs> hey. Oh, whatever, you fucking cock farmer. <laughs> I farm them and I sell them. I don't eat them. Um, I'm like an Aussie Outback halal farmer. <laughs> hey, you know how, like, women have women-only gyms, like Fernwood or whatever? Mm. I suppose because the idea is that, like, you know, which is understandable, you know, getting away from the gym where there's sort of, like... A lot of leery looks and eye contact. I mean, I don't know. I've never fucking been in one. But, uh, sweaty crotches. Yeah, sweaty crotches. A lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, what would you call strutting, perhaps. Uh, and just blatant out in the open gym sex. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, gym bangs and everything like that. Just fucking squats up, dick squats up against the wall, you know. Uh, but we get that from sort of like gay guys. As a straight guy going to a gym or whatever, you sort of get that too. Yeah. So, shouldn't... But the male ego is way more immune to that shit. Yeah, I suppose so. You can take a dick or two without worrying about it, but you know... When you're like, yeah, if I look good to a gay guy, I must look pretty good to like a whole bunch of chicks then. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. I've very rarely been hit... Well, that's on... what I'm saying. That's how my ego flipped it, I think. Well, no, I was going to say... I'm... That's how, that's how yeah. I changed it from being in this devastating employment situation into like, haha, this is kind of funny that I'm getting my ass slapped by a dude. You know, you just flip it in a way that makes everything seem chirpy. Well, you get some money out of that or whatever, at least. <laughs> you might as well charge, but... And also... getting offered to be blown and shit, that was pretty cool. It's like, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is sort of flattering, and I was going to say... It's it, fine, thanks, yeah. It seems in my life that I've probably been hit on more by, like, dudes or whatever than chicks. <laughs> than chicks or whatever. I, well, you know, I mean, how often? I, I don't get... 
But here's the, the thing. Libido. Here's the thing. I think it's because, you know, with chicks, it's always this fucking, you know, you're playing these little games back and forth and everything. The dude's just like, yeah, bro. Like, hey, hey, Just hey. straight up crotch grabbing straight and up. fucking docking. Yeah. Man. Like these gay guys that hit me, if chicks had done it in the same manner, you'd know and stuff. But, you know, when, when, they're, when they're hitting on you in a way by saying like, excuse me, can you not touch me and stuff? Then it's hard to fucking tell. <laughs> That's oh, why I, those sneaky broads. That's why I don't go clubbing anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, on um, on Australian dirt ciggies and all that, how they've got all this fucked up propaganda with all these like mm-hmm. guys that have all these different types of cancer, and then say this guy smoked a cigarette. Yeah, and then like now he's like the one that I've got at the moment's got this fucking ming and ming and fucking teeth on it, right? Yeah. Yep. And like obviously a gum disease and just like never brushed in your fucking life. And yeah, some of that probably is from some disease related to Nico, but it's almost like they're saying that smoking is going to give you these fucked up Ming and English teeth as well, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a joke. And I was thinking, oh, if we're going to go that far with all that crap, why don't mm-hmm. they start um, putting car crash victims on beer cans and shit? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, like not even just from drunk driving accidents, just like, oh, this guy died in a fucking car crash and just have all these guts and shit all over the pavement. And then like, yeah, yeah two is. That's true. Yeah, or like one punch killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dead dudes on the floor. Fuck, they should do that. In Victoria, they I'm could... such a dirty ciggy enthusiast, even when I don't smoke them, really. It's a bit fucked up. <laughs> I know. I, I just hate that nanny state shit where it's just trying to cram their fucking pink lacy dildo straight up your ass. Exactly. And be like, it's good for you, children. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, fuck you, I just want to sneak out and fucking smoke, smoke the ciggies, but the fucking nanny's watching me. <laughs> At work the other day, I know what you mean, because nobody else in my little office area of about 25 smokes, as far as I know. I do. I smoke quite a bit. Um, I pulled shit out of my pockets and put it just on my PC, and I had one similar to this. And <laughs> I had to put it back in my pocket, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, you know, confront these poor people. I don't want them to have to look at that. So that annoys me. And the other thing that annoys me is now you know how... You go get cigarettes. If it's from a servo, they only do from one counter. You can't yeah, see it's them. All locked They're down all hit, shit, hitting. Yeah. If you go and ask for something, and like the person behind the counter doesn't know exactly if it's not like a super common one, they're all frustrated. They're frustrated yeah, and yeah, act yeah. like they're, they're fucking, fucking doing you a favor now, about yeah. it. Yeah. I, oh man, that that fucking cuts me. Yeah, the cunty shit's fucked. It's like yeah. I mean, I can see why they're annoyed because they're like, <laughs> there's not many I mean, products. You fat fuck, go for a walk. You know yeah. what I mean, like. I'm going to have to pay just as much for your fat ass when you grow old as my fucking lungs, you know? To be fair, imagine... Suck my dick! Imagine if the government made, like, all potato chips and Doritos had to be in the same sort of packet. Well, that's the route it's going, you know? And I don't want that either. I don't want any of that shit. Yeah. No one wants any of that fucking shit. Yeah. It's just government regulatory bodies. That yeah, and jobs for busybodies Jerk each shit. other off in between the time that they're getting railed by each other. And mm. We know smoking's bad. It's been going down for ages. I fucking... I've smoked because I have a fucking self-destructive impulse. The Nazis knew that fucking smoking was bad. Exactly. And Hitler was a fucking vegetarian. (laughs) So don't be a fucking vegetarian and smoke some ciggies. (laughs) Smoke ciggies because the Nazis knew that smoking was bad. Oh, it's obviously a hoax. (laughs) No, because... You don't want to do... You don't want to... (laughs) You don't want to do what the Nazis Yeah, if you're like anti-smoking, you're subscribing to Nazi ideology. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. <laughs> Same with vegetarian. Oh, fuck. We have solved that issue. But, um, you know, I mean, I think to a certain extent these public health campaigns are justified and shit, but at a certain point it becomes a really unpleasant type of fucking busybody who just has to, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, we need to get ever more 
Like, when are they going to be happy about it? Like, you think because we let the gays get married that it's going to end there? <laughs> Seriously. And they didn't even want to get married. No, they don't fucking They got work. convinced that they wanted to get married. Yeah. By, like, Ikea and Subaru ads and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking modern family and shit. Yeah. If you told people... <laughs> Yeah, because you subconsciously, you're like, oh, they have such a nice house and possessions and shit that we should get married. But um, And you can have that normal sitcom life that everyone else has obviously been living for 50 years since the honeymooners and shit. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. why would it be on TV? Boom. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes the way people carry on, it seems like everyone's envious of the, being a straight white male because you get the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, I've tried- like, they, they did it. Like, through the media, by just making it seem like you live a dream life when really everyone's just in the same shit, really. Yeah. Just on different scales of relative fuckedness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. It's it's so weird with gay... Like, he's got to mow the lawn to get some sex, and, you uh-huh. know, fucking Akhmer's Ak- got to fucking cut a few heads to to get the virgins. It always weird- Same shit. Yeah. But it always weirds me out visualizing the fact that devout Muslim women can take their hijabs off when they go into their house. You know, because it's just for public... Uh, I think that's just a rumour. That's just a myth. That's a myth. That's a myth. (laughs) (laughs) Put it back on. The dog, the cat will see you. Um, Yeah, it made me sick when I learned that fucking um, George Lucas was the one that invented Islam. How how do you do that? When he made up Admiral Akbar. Admiral. (laughs) It's a trap. Fuck. (laughs) They based their whole shit on him. Yeah, exactly. They're pretty far from the ocean, though, for calamari. Yeah, they've got some right parts of it, I think, in, in the Mediterranean, maybe, but... A bit of desert squid. A bit of desert squid, aka the scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose maybe the, the fatalism, you know, what seems to us the rigid fatalism involved in sort of a lot of Islamic thinking is because they live in such a harsh environment and shit, you know? Like, they don't have the luxury of being like... Yeah, man, like, maybe I'll have chicken for dinner. Maybe I'll have beef. Maybe I'll be gay. Maybe I'll, like, you know, listen to fucking dubstep or whatever, because... I hope they have a goat at the bazaar, because I'm going to get stabbed crazy for dinner. It's tastier (laughs) when you can smell the fear. I have heard that, actually. Um, (laughs) I've heard that it ruins the meat, actually, when you don't get the proper kill shots and shit, but that is from Americans, and they've been telling lies to North Korea for years. But people say that foie is like a mad delicacy, and isn't that because of the suffering that goes into it? Yeah, like force-feeding ducks and shit, yeah. isn't it? Or goose yeah. or something? It's like the pornography you watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe the gooses actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they can afford enough crystal meth to pretend they do. Um, it's, not the, it's not exactly the same, because dynamic. they've got a gullet and shit, so... Mm. You know, it is abusive and shit, but... Yeah. Wait, are we talking about force feeding gooses or force feeding porn stars? Um, well, yeah, if you force feed a porn star, they don't have a gullet, so. Yeah. You should <laughs> keep your deposits to a, a nice average size. How can you? I don't know how you can do that, really. Just. <laughs> That's Woody Allen said. The heart wants. Especially what it, in that situation, hmm. you're going big, son. The heart wants. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. So, as Woody Allen said before he married his adopted daughter. Uh, so I suppose you know. If I, I had to name my dick, I call it Merkwood. Though you know. Merkwood. Yeah, just killing bitches. What's Merkwood? You got moked, son. That's murdered, right? You can get moked. 
you can get them, bro. You know, and that um, I'm censoring myself now because I'm white now. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in Three Six Mafia. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so Merck is kind of this new murder thing like, right. with this southern syrup slang and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably ten years old by now. I'd probably call mine Lancelot in honor of my but English Merc heritage. Would, you know? like, yeah. yeah, and it's kind of a throwback Lord of the Rings thing, which I don't really care for, but it's kind of cool. What's that? Is, is your dick black then, or what? Because <laughs> mine's Lancelot, which it is was, English but I heritage. Had a shower. And she'd been drinking. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, well, this seems like as good a time as any to bring up because. Uh, Seeing as I keep putting it off from week to week, I keep meaning to find out how exactly sperm banks work. Um, and, you know, I never look it up. So maybe if you know as a listener, maybe you're a banker, <laughs> um, you can email us at conesanddoe at gmail.com. Cones with a Z. Um, but yeah, I suppose, because I read one recently about like a couple is suing because, you know, I guess the guy was too much of a cuck to be able to have a kid or whatever and like <laughs> so they got it and had it and then you know on paper he looked great he was educated had a phd but it turned out that a lot of that was bullshit he had a history of mental illness blah 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 and he's fathered 36 other kids um which is pretty crazy evolutionary so <laughs> yeah he's basically that cuttlefish that sneaks into the yeah right harem and then pretends to be a chick and then just fucks all the bitches because it just seems weird because given the fucking amount of detail that goes into the humans mating rituals to get like good partners or suitable partners and shit it seems pretty crazy to me that you just some rando will walk in like he might not even be a particular big dog or anything like that and he he's got all these kids like all these dude he knows how to work it yeah for himself that fucking that literature game (laughs) that 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 pr game i guess fuck because they don't see a photo of him or anything do they Oh, sometimes they do, I think, but I don't know. I think you just get to look at the sperm under a microscope. <laughs> um, you know, chicks have weird ways of finding that shit, working it out, but but I don't know. It seems sort of a strange, odd way to sort of govern human sexuality. There's something quite frightening about it, so I don't think that I would submit my sperm at a bank. What about you? Mm, I don't know. If we got paid super well for it. How much do you get paid? I haven't looked into it, unfortunately. I've been just, you know, I've been flushing, flushing loads for years, bro. Mm. Just flushing money down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky, though, all these, <laughs> all these fertility things and stuff, because, you know, like, I had an ex-girlfriend who had that problem like that, and, you know, there's IVF, and they say that's a root because, you know, if you're unfertile, but they wouldn't let her do it because she was only nine. <laughs> Right. Yeah. 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 Good decision. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Time wasn't right for me. I had a whole bunch of shit going on. Just didn't didn't trust her to be a good mother. (laughs) But that's life, hey. I don't know if I don't know if there's really a joke here or not, but like um, it's like that classic cartoony sort of speak and spell joke where it'll have like a wheel and like all the animals on it and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, like, oh, it's like a... It's an Arab-speaking spell, and it spins the wheel, and it gets the cow so it's like The cow says... But I don't really know. It seems kind of weak. I, I don't get the joke. I honestly don't, don't, don't get it. <laughs> Why is the cow... It's a joke only that because sometimes, occasionally, 
Islamic extremists make these sort of noises and we sort of filter that through our media. But not only the whole country are fucking terrorists that all the animals and shit are as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to move on from that, Jack. Sorry, I think I was punching for nuts with that one. Well, what is it What is it that they don't eat? They don't eat the porks, right? But they like a bit of beef shawarma. Yeah, they don't eat the pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Muslim, I don't eat the pork. <laughs> um... But no, I, no, I don't think it was much of a joke. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad we agree there. Yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah. Good. It's it's worth working these things out a little bit <laughs> before we hit the circuit, you know. Hmm. Oh, okay. I guess I can recommend this is because I remember the other day our friend Big Dog. Uh, <laughs> there was a doofusy guy at school called Jake who was super nerdy. Came to school like used to you know make like monty python quotes and like after episode one came out came to school with like a little padawan haircut and shit <laughs> and he, he was pretty stupid and shit and uh <clears throat> we were talking i was talking to big dog via emails about uh you know what people from school are up to and just like yeah man it's crazy like da 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 and he's like yeah like um you know this guy's doing this and like you know jake's made three million dollars from bitcoin and, and oh man i was so angry angry for fucking like days and shit like actually in a foul mood and stuff and then yeah big dog told me like a week later he just made it up as a joke like i didn't check with him at all he just rattled <laughs> rattled it off like a dry motherfucker and i'd been stewing on it all week because he's such a he's such a he's just such a doofus and if he'd like i never knew him to be technically talented but it was feasible enough so if you want to annoy your friends you can reaper feel free to repurpose that joke <laughs> use on them because guaranteed it'll drive them up the fucking wall good work big dog yeah good work (laughs) (laughs) but that's what it comes down to i guess huh (laughs) envy and bitterness (laughs) yeah i gotta get you uh, i gotta get to the gym i think huh or meditate or something (laughs) i've tried that before i think it works to a certain extent but uh I, I don't know. I can't lose myself in it. You know? Yeah, it's fucking difficult. Yeah. I'm too busy thinking about other shit. I think I'd really need to get... I think that's what appeals to me about these crazy religious... Well, I've only done it a couple of times and I probably only just touched the surface, you know? Mm. But yeah, it's... It is fucking difficult. And is it's, aim- it's even hard to commit to giving yourself a time to do it. I sort of have semi-incorporated it into the exercise routine. Mm-hmm. So five reps, five meditates. Well, when I'm doing, yeah, when I'm doing it, it's like the time in between the the sets or whatever. I'll be once I start getting really kind of out of breath, I'll start using the Wim Hof method of breathing, sure. right? Which then seems to lower <laughs> my heart rate super quick compared right. to just like oh, being puffed and trying to struggle for. Yeah, how you do this concentrated, fucked up way of breathing, mm. and then it, that seems to help. And then sort of concentrating just on the breathing in between, and then at some points during the routines and shit as well i'm doing stretches in between so it's sort mm-hmm. of like this weird combination of like yoga light meditation and just going super hard on weights and shit like <laughs> after watching arnold schwarzenegger and then trying to um, i'm just surprised just makes such fucked up noises when you're doing it. so <sighs> yeah so it's a bit of yoga meditation the rest i'm, I'm surprised they let you into the woman's gym yeah dude fine. Mm. since i shaved my head it's a bit sus yeah, aren't you just meant to be sort of pumping iron and fucking like mocking others? <laughs> isn't, isn't that the point of the gym? 
<laughs> oh, I'm sick of being such a cynical fucking glum fuck. I'm going to do some exercise this week. <laughs> yeah, you've sort of like been proving the point the whole time. Oh, man. It's so badass. Mm. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. You fucked you, you fucking... I fucked myself because I... You shouldn't have called yourself on it. No, I'm, I'm trying to be honest with myself because it's just so fucking <laughs> relentless trying to use fucking snark and shit to kind of reason myself out of like a... Don't even do anything hard because at first it's going to fucking... Mm. It's going to fucking suck. Mm. Like it really will suck. Just try and do like 10 push-ups. And then even if you can't, like, just do the action like you're trying to do it and have it strain your muscles a little bit. Not in a way that's going to hurt, but, like, I did that with chin-ups recently because I got to a point where I could do, like, 23. Mm-hmm. And then I've been on and off a couple of times since then. And then this time I've been not working out for so long. I did 10 chin-ups the first time I came back to it from, like, muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And then almost three weeks later and i've only just got back up to nine it's like that day after my arms were fucked and then every time that i've done it again since then i haven't been able to do 10 again so it's like your body with the like loose ass muscles and having not done it you'll over you'll overestimate what you like it's not overestimating it'll fucking hurt well i actually did but if you deliberately do it a bit lighter it might be better because then you can sort of try and get it to work up without the next day not being able to move your fucking elbows or something i did a session a couple of months ago with mr coffee congratulations by the way he just got yeah, married yeah, congratulations. <laughs> so who has actually you know i mean Ow! he like he likes his chilling as well but uh, i suppose he's not as much of a degenerate as i am and uh he got his little uh, workout routine i went around for one and i did enjoy it but uh you know i can't even fucking budget time to do shit that sort of little errands so uh it's hard for me to kind of get to because he's like i did it monday wednesday and stuff and he had a go at me for for having a ciggy during like the little break <laughs> breaks that you were having for having a ciggy I'm like, man i feel really good i, 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 I smoke i smoke a fuck ton of weed and it's cut with backy before i work out and it's great yeah i'm so fucking high when i work out mm. i don't know i like it but it's anti-inflammatory i find it gets me in that zone as well it probably goes with the meditating part of it as well you're just like yeah so blazed <laughs> fucking hurting yourself but that's what I mean. It's gonna. It'll feel way much better after the first couple of times when it's like you do get that endorphin rush. But oh, I'm so sore after you've done it maybe just twice. The third time you'll do it, and the next day you'll wake up like, oh, my muscles feel like sore and shit. But it's not the same type of like, oh, like I can't do anything. Like sure, yeah, it's, it's an energized. Like, oh, two days I'll be able to do it again. Now. No, no, I know the feeling. When I went skiing, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Even though I was smoking yeah, like thirty no, cigarettes, your legs, your legs thirty cigarettes a day. It every fucking yeah, yeah. day. Yeah, no, you have totally yeah. done it. Yeah. Fuck it. If I could ski every day, I wouldn't have to fucking. Yeah, you wouldn't have to exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You just live in the fucking mountains. Like, actually, just fucking ski and fuck up against the walls and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can do away with all this shit, but uh. You know, so, well, that that's that's about it, I suppose. Um, that's pretty much the extent of it. That's pretty much the extent. Can I sum it up with a quote that I thought was quite nice? This is from Milton, the, the old author. The mind is its own place, and in itself can make a heaven of hell a hell of heaven. What matter where, if I be still the same? So, you fuckers out there in Radioland, ruminate on that. Read a fucking book, cunt, if you don't understand it. <laughs> um... To, that's know, wise words tell your friends to listen it's to sort show. of congruent with all that fucking consciousness shit it's all fucked up hmm. but that's the problem with that way of thinking as well is it's like what's my old shitty analogy it's like if you take my painting of a vagina over there mm-hmm. and then put a piece of paper the same size over the top and punch holes in it so that it looks like it's a car with all the colours from the painting behind it you know like punch okay. holes in this all white right. piece yeah, of yeah, yeah. 
oh, it's a fucking car now, you know what I mean? So the spirituality thing from that life-death-rebirth perspective is so vague that you can apply it to anything. Mm. So it sort of becomes this self-fulfilling thing, just like any other fucking religion. Exactly. make it your own and then you'll feel good about it. So the moral of the story is don't put the pussy on a pedestal because it could be a Camry. And don't forget to scrape out your fucking comb piece every time, put it in a bag and give it to your mate to sell on the project. Absolutely. I'll see you soon, motherfucker. Get money. See you, Cates. See you, doe. You don't peace level with that shit Now I have a headache that's bad shit I draw strong from contractive Mind clone bop and collapsive Smoke bone tail attacks it My accent getting so lax it My dude said he sold it all tax free Yeah that's G, don't get caught with the black G It's never coming back to me Dude, they smoked it in a one night spree You gotta get me some more Or they coming back slogging me Your resin's got me fucking fighting off robberies Resin.